Welcome to Scoop with Steve Football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Scoop with Steve Football. I'm your host, Stephen Clinton, and uh, today I'm going to be running through the Dallas Cowboys roster in the latest in my uh, team preview series. So coming at you from on the road, so uh, out, camping out a little bit east of Grand Junction, going to be on the road uh, doing a lot of camping between now and the NFL season, because once the season starts, I'll be locked in the film room most of the fall. So um yeah, I'll be coming at you from either the uh, little office I've got set up in the back of my Acura MDX or uh, out at the campsite itself. So in the car today to uh, mitigate a little bit of the wind noise we've got out there. So anyways, let me uh, hop into the Cowboys here. So, you know, D- Dallas is a really interesting team uh, entering 2021. I think I could say that about pretty much every team in the NFL, but uh Anyway, uh, you know, I'm ex- super excited to see Dak Prescott back on offense, and I'm going to throw up uh, the depth chart I've got uh, currently for the Cowboys right here, and uh, just to run through my grading system real quickly, blue is elite, purple is a plus player, uh, dark green is, is a solid contributor, um, above average player, uh, the light green indicates that the player's adequate, you can get by on offense or defense with them, and w- once you get down to gray, it indicates that you're a backup. I've also got a black grade, nobody on the Cowboys depth chart with that, you know, if you've got a black designation on you it's probably an indication you're you're going to be out of the league very shortly because you're just getting whipped but anyways getting back to the cowboys you know a lot of purple players on this offense and you know that's not meant to be any uh disrespect to the these players it's just you know it, in the instance to say Dak Prescott, I mean Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen are my blue quarterbacks right now. Dak is right up there with them. Clearly a top 10 quarterback in the league, but just not quite at that Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen level that was set this past year. So um, you know, I'm super excited to see Dak back off the ankle injury. He's developed into, you know, his rookie year. Maybe you could quibble about his accuracy a little bit. I don't really think that's the case anymore. I think he's re- improved in that regard in his precision passing. He's got a strong arm. He's got mobility, second reaction ability, can be a part of the quarterback run game as needed, even though Dallas hasn't had to rely on that to a great extent. So, you know, there this offense is in great hands with Dak. He's got a great uh, trio of receivers in Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. Be interesting to see how C.D., uh, you know, moves forward in his second year here. I you know, not that Cooper or Gallup can't improve, but they've just been in the league longer. I think we kind of know what we have with them a little more. You know, CD only got to play that first, you know, yeah, month and a half or so with uh, Dak Prescott before he was working with some backup quarterbacks. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does this year. I mean, he made some just spectacular concentration catches uh, last year that, that really stood out to me was just his ability to make, I mean, just very, very difficult catches. Uh, you know, not only contested catches, but, you know, maybe the ball's a little bit off target. He has to go up and do something special. I mean, that one touchdown catch he had in the, I mean, yeah, I don't, don't want to turn it into a CD Lamb highlight reel, but he was really impressive. And then you've got a guy like Amari Cooper who can run by anybody and Michael Gallup who brings a more physical presence and can, you know, body up a little bit more and when contested catches down the field, I think that they're in great shape there. You know, Zeke Elliott, um, you know, whether he's, you know, I had, I had a green tag on him for most of last year. I'm giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt by giving him the purple tag and thinking that he might bounce back, uh, a little bit this year, but there's definitely the possibility that the, the, all the touches over these past, you know, what has it been? Five years or so in the league, um, have, have 
added up on him um, because he certainly wasn't the same explosive back that he had been early in his career last year. You could just see, I, I mean, he just looked like a worn down player who, who looked beat up and, um, you know, <laughs> not a knock. I mean, the guy's taking a ton of hits in the NFL. So we'll see. Um, you know, hopefully the offseason's rejuvenated him. He's able to bounce back. Um, but, you know, so kind of bridging the gap because back in Zeke's prime, he was obviously a blue player. So we'll, we'll see what the Cowboys get out of him. Uh, they'll be solid at, at tight end with Blake Jarwin coming back to play with Dalton Schultz. Uh, Jarwin went down with the torn ACL in camp last year. Schultz, I thought, played uh, just fine throughout the year. You know, he's not a dynamic uh, player. He's not somebody you're really game planning for at tight end to defend in that. Um, in coverage as as a defense, but you know he's still going to get the job done fine up front. You know the biggest question to me um, is is Tyron Smith. I think that you know Zach Martin and Lyle Collins both went down for the year with injuries as well, and you know with with Collins he went down with the hip injury before the season. He's young enough that I would hope that he's going to come back uh, to resume the uh, the upward ascension he'd been on. I thought that Collins had played really well uh, the previous year uh, after transitioning out to. Um, right tackle, um, you know, he's just continuing to come along. So hopefully the injury doesn't uh, hold him up too much. We'll see with Zach Martin. I mean, Zach's had a lot of injuries over these past few years. And I mean, you still have him as a blue player. This dude is as complete a guard as you're going to see. He's just so solid, so smooth, um, understands angles extremely well. But the one thing that you've been seeing a little bit less of when he is working through a knee injury and stuff like that is, is just him finishing blocks down the field. And, you know, hey, he's not putting on the knee brace or, or, or sitting out games because he's feeling great. So you, you can you can understand that. So hopefully, you know, he had a few extra weeks off with the season-ending injury. You know, if his body um, can get back to where it was a few years ago, it'd be super fun to see that version of Zach Martin. Uh, and, you know, even even if he's not at his best, he's still one of the elite guards in this league. I think the bigger question among the these guys coming off injury is, is Tyron Smith. And at this point, you know, Tyron, I mean, the dude's the prototype at the position, right? I mean, he was as good as, as it got uh, back in the day. I mean, I still remember loving those days in the NFC East when Tyron Smith, uh, Jason Peters, and Trent Williams were all, I mean, at their right in their primes. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Tyron missed most of last year with that neck injury. Um, it, it's hard to say at his age with the number of injuries he's had whether or not he's going to really um, – get back to that same form. That's, I've got him as a purple player as a result. He was obviously a blue player in his prime, but we'll, we'll see what they get out of Tyron Smith. Um, you know, it, it, if that doesn't work out, Ty Neshecki, uh has been, you know, kind of a guy that you can just get by with. You know, he borders on, on that. I've got the light green grade on him, but he is right on the brink of, of a backup. Um, so, you know, he's been an okay swing tackle, but it's definitely a downgrade from the upside that Tyron Smith would bring. On the inside, we'll, we'll see Connor Williams uh, definitely improved last year. Um, we'll see have a, a center battle uh, between Connor McGovern and Tyler Biedes. I don't think we've seen enough of them to really know exactly what will happen. It looks like the Cowboys are moving on from Joe Looney, who had moved the man the pivot spot for a few years there so it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out and then of course uh the, the x factor too is you know they draft josh ball in the fourth round there and uh he could potentially be the guy that steps in instead of nishaki if there are injuries up front so it, in any case if dax at, at quarterback i think that you can expect the cowboys to be a very prolific offense just like they were last year but the issue is uh last year they also did not have a great record when dak was playing and that uh was due in large part to the performance of this defense and as uh we look at the the defense here you can see um 
Oh, there's a good, good amount of uh, dark green and, and light green on there and uh, not a whole lot of, of upper tier talents and then also a whole lot of pink with uh, those pink players are, are all the rookies that they've drafted and uh, didn't even, yeah, d didn't mention that when, when the offense was up, but that's that's the what the pink tag indicates is that they're a rookie and I haven't seen any film on them to produce any sort of a grade on these players. Um, So, you know, the one sure thing to me is Demarcus Lawrence. I, I thought that Lawrence continued to play well in really difficult circumstances last year. You know, we've seen so many times, uh, you know, in NFL history where a single player who's playing well on a defense, you know, their, their numbers are going to go down. I think there's going to be a lot of questions about how productive they still are. But, you know, in, in most cases, it just comes down to the fact that it's very difficult to make plays on a defense uh, when there's no structure to the defense and the defense itself isn't making plays. I think that, you know, a, an example um, from uh, Dallas would have been back when DeMarcus Ware was playing here and in in, there in his final season. And there were tons of questions uh, because he wasn't productive on a bad defense. He goes to Denver and is part of, you know, those that outstanding pass rush tandem with Von Miller. He definitely had something left in the tank. So I think, you know, Lawrence is going to be there. Two guys I'm really excited to see this year are Neville Gallimore, the defensive tackle, and Trayvon Diggs, the outside corner. I think that both of them showed promise last year. Um, it was in flashes. Um, Diggs dealt with some injuries. With Gallimore, it was more that he didn't really pop off the film until midway through the season. And he had, you know, a game probably around week 11, week 12, I'd have to check my notes, where he just, you know, was was physically dominant on the inside, just manhandling the opponent, and I, I think that he, from there, continued to show he's got a lot of promise and, and a potentially very bright future in this league. Randy Gregory should be back this year. Um, I think that he's clear of all his suspensions, all those sorts of things, and Gregory's always been, you know, a guy who pops off the film with his, you know, combination of, of length and just movement skills, so it'll be interesting to see what they get out of him, um, and then they've also got two third-round picks added to the mix-up on the defensive line with uh, N. Chauncey Golston and, and defensive tackle um, Osa, um, and I'm not even going to uh, try to get his last name, uh, Osa O, uh, kind of with Albert O uh, out in Denver, you know, not, my, my apologies, I know I'm going to butcher that name, and I, I don't want to do that. Um, the second level, I think, has turn, turned into a very interesting uh, spot for the Cowboys uh, with the linebacker situation. I mean, Jalen Smith and, and Leighton Van Der Esch, at one point I had Van Der Esch up as a blue player, and Jalen Smith as a purple player, um, bordering on blue. Uh, at this point, with Van Der Esch's neck injuries, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. And with Jalen Smith, I, I I don't know. I probably had him a little overrated when I was thinking he was a blue player a couple of years ago. Um, you know, it, I really like a lot of the things that Jalen Smith does, but when you compare him to some of these modern linebackers with, you know, Devin White's um, of the world, the Roquan Smiths of the world, uh, you know, the Levante Davids even. Th those guys just do so much more in coverage than Jalen does. He just doesn't have that same level of movement skill. He reminds me a little bit more of maybe Denver's Alexander Johnson, where he's very impactful in the box, everything like that, does a lot of things very well, but just doesn't have that added dimension of being able to cover quite as well as some of these other guys. Now, uh, bringing in Micah Parsons as their first-round pick, uh, they are definitely bringing in a guy with the athletic traits that indicate that he could do some of those things. Also, uh, all the reports out of Dallas are that Parsons will be stepping in to help with the pass rush. So we'll see. Uh, he's going to be a very interesting uh, player as, as they get into this mix. So uh, in, in the back end already mentioned, I think that Trayvon Diggs has the potential of a very strong year if he can be on the field consistently. Across from him, they gambled on Kelvin Joseph in the second round, uh, a player out of Kentucky who, if not for all the red flags on him, it, 
all, all reports seem to be that this was a first-round talent at corner. So the Cowboys could end up getting a real steal there at a position in need. Also, you know, doubled down at the position, taking Nashawn Wright in the third round. Um, have Anthony Brown, who's had injury issues. I do think that Brown's a pretty effective player when he has been able to play, but has had some injury issues over the years. Uh, Jordan Lewis, who, you know, I don't think has played great. He's played okay uh, in his opportunities with Dallas. Uh, you know, Profiles is definitely a slot corner. Uh, he, he's in the mix as well. I think that you still got a lot of questions at safety. Uh, DeMonte Kaze came over with Dan Quinn from Atlanta. Uh, so did Keanu Neal, but Neal's moving up to linebacker, which I'm not quite sure how he's going to fit in the mix with Jalen Smith, Van Der Esch, Parsons, um, and then also drafting Jabril Cox in the fourth round. So kind of see, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they are running some, you know, Big nickel with Neal as a linebacker slash safety. I, I guess we'll see. But Kazay comes over from Atlanta. They also bring over J. Ron Kirst, who spent a year with the Detroit Lions after playing for the Vikings. Uh, Kirst, interestingly enough, it's a very similar profile to Keanu Neal uh, from a from a physical standpoint. He's more of a strong safety. Um, and if Quinn's running this, you know, cover three three defense as sort of the foundation at all, then I would expect you know. If Neal doesn't move back to safety, that curse is kind of playing that strong safety role. Maybe Donovan Wilson does both, and Kaze is is your free safety, um, just based on their their skill sets. Wilson was okay for them last year, but th- this is definitely a position group where I think they lost uh, the player who had been their best player at safety in Xavier Woods for a few years now. I think that Woods is a very solid player, so it's going to be interesting because safety has been an area where Dallas has continued to try to upgrade, and I think they actually went in the opposite direction this year. So. You know, the Dallas defense, it's just a huge unknown at this point because when you, you just look at the number of rookies that you're relying on to be in, in import, impactful roles here, and we don't know what's going to happen with these guys. It, it would be, you know, absolutely stunning if all of them hit. I think that's outside the realm of possibility. And, you know, if half of them hit, which half? Um, it's just going to be very interesting to see this Dallas defense and, and how they uh, develop here. And I think it is also a situation in Dallas where the, the offense really needs to get out of the gates very quickly because, you know, even the very best rookies, you see this acclimation period, you know, for, for the, the, the elite of the elite, the acclimation period is less than a game. And by the fourth quarter, you can tell these it's like, yeah, this is why this guy was a no-brainer. But for most prospects, it's going to take a few games to get used to the change in speed. It's something that you're not going to see in the preseason. So you, you can just see guys adjusting to the way the angles are changing, adjusting to how explosive the players around them are and how that changes the spacing on the on the football field. So I think that you have to expect that out of this Dallas defense. And it also wouldn't be, you know, I know that Cowboys fans are going to want to see all these guys out there quickly, but you might see a situation where the Cowboys are playing some, you know, maybe mediocre veterans in the first weeks and, and kind of feeding in the rookies in, in phases. I have no idea whether that'll happen or not, but just to, to sort of limit the number of guys who are at the very beginning of their learning curve in, in week one. The yeah, other approach, of course, would be to just, you know, toss them into the deep end and see what happens. So so we'll see which uh, way Coach Quinn and Coach uh, head coach Mike McCarthy go with the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, definitely a team I'm excited about. If everything clicks uh, for the offense and defense, this team will be, be formidable. I've got them second in my division rankings in the NFC East uh, behind Washington just because I am so high on Washington's uh, uh, defense and think that the uh, Washington offense, you know, the bet for Ryan Fitzpatrick to continue playing at the level he's been at is is a um, bet that I prefer to, you know, all these players coming together on the Dallas defensive side of the ball, but we will see. So, uh, yeah, for uh, more of my division previews, check out my YouTube channel or check out this podcast, uh, Scuba Sea Football, and uh, 
and I guess I should mention there too, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize for uh, not being able to show you the depth chart. I'll mention that at the beginning uh, from now on and make sure that I'm uh, really hitting that throughout. So, uh, yeah, apologies on that front. And then uh, also check me out as the professor over at beerlifesports.com. Do a lot of content for them as well. So, uh, till next time, hope everyone's having as great a day as I am. Thanks.